Hello, everyone, and welcome to the third live edition of the Huskies on Tap podcast, live from Fatty's Public Group. Over the course of this football season, I will be hosting this podcast here with a variety of different guests making appearances on the show. If you're not able to make the show in person, it will be available via Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever else, wherever else you get your podcasts. My name is Brandon Suarez. You can follow me on Twitter at BDON300. I'm a sports management uh, graduate student here at NIU, and I've been covering the football team for about two seasons. This is my third season. And uh, first season with the live show, we've been doing an audio podcast for about two years, doing some written work as well. But it's great to be able to sit with our athletes here and Fatty's sponsor athletes, JJ Lippy and Marcus Cox. Uh, first and foremost, let's start with you, Marcus, your hometown, what year you are in school, your major, your position, and your I know it was a lot of my bad. <laughs> uh, my hometown is um, Peoria, Illinois. My year as a senior, I graduated in the spring. Um, major is marketing, position is left tackle, and number is seven. Okay. Yeah, so you got that graduation coming up this year. And then I know we talked a little bit earlier that will come out later, but graduate school, a little bit of an opportunity as well. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking so far. But I don't know yet if we want. Couple extra seasons here. We would have having you. JJ, for you, your hometown, your year, major position in number. I'm um, from Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Uh, I'm a junior. My major is business management, and my position is left guard and number 79. All right, so now that we know who we're sitting with, let's get started. So we have a huge game this week up against Maine. It's the final non-conference game of this schedule. What would you guys like to see offensively against Maine? JJ, I'll start with you. Uh, just us to dominate the line of scrimmage. Uh, last week, we kind of didn't really do that. Um, so hopefully, we can come out there this week and dominate and get the run game going um, and try to open up the pass game as well. And Marcus, for you, what would you want to see this week on offense? Um, certainly, things that with everybody beating it, everybody. Um, doing their part to have a great dominant game. And then Marcus, you, like we talked about a little bit earlier, you've been a part of the MAC championship teams. You've seen what this line functions at and its full ability. What have you seen, you know, this year that you weren't seeing last year from this line that they've been able to improve on? Um, just everything. We got uh, way more experience than last year. We were able to pick up blitzes, um, run our offense more. Like, we definitely manage our offense and know what uh, players, where plays uh, are hitting and all that stuff. Now. And I was going to say, with the exception of last week, I think we've won the time of possession battle both games where we've been able to control the ball, control the clock, and, you know, stay in your game. But even against Wyoming, it was like, I talked about it last week, down 28, stick to your game plan, stick to your guns, and you break off 204 yards in the second half of the round. So, it pays dividends. JJ, for you, your first year as a starter. So you were watching last year. What, what would you say, like, without without patting yourself on the back and saying it's yourself that's the difference? What would you say you're seeing this year that was different from last year? Um, honestly, uh, I just feel like the whole team, this is a whole, it's just almost closer. Um, Coach Amex started the same that we do a play for. Um, who we play for, and we've had different guys uh, come up to our team and basically tell us, you know, what life experiences that have been, you know, tragic or, or whatnot. And uh, just hearing that and seeing like, the other guys in the world spend some money and fighting harder, but I just think the chemistry and like, the experience that a lot of our guys are getting is just it's unstoppable right now. Yeah, and I want to say too, like, what you guys are able to have the COVID 
year where you'll be able to come back if there is an opportunity for the NFL or if you just don't want to come back and play football, which I doubt for either of you guys. Like, as long as you can strap it up, you'll play. Talk about having that extra year as a team, even though it wasn't the best year last year, as far as building chemistry and getting this team on the right path so that the younger players are all gelling. Yeah, I mean, if you really look at it, I mean, our defense last year was really young. Uh, I mean, I think at one point we had 10 and two freshmen starting. So um, just, you know, being able to get that COVID year and just getting four years under our belt, like, I just, the, I think the word is that, but I mean, we could just go as far as we, as we want. You know? So just, you know, if we keep building on each and every game that we have, you know, we can go as far as we want. And then, Marcus, for you, um, like you said, you're going to be graduating this year, so maybe you'll use the COVID year, maybe you won't, but can you talk about the benefit of that for like, the team as far as I think we only lost Ross and Daniel Crawford, and then obviously a couple transfers. That's going to happen every year. Yeah. Um, it's good. It's good that um, more guys here come back because they've been through it, they've seen it. They see what an off-season takes, they see what um, a match championship takes. So, um, just good to see people that know what it takes and know what, know what and then the importance of having one more, you know, non-conference game, if you will, like, not to say that we're going to lose, but if we lose, like, last weekend, it doesn't count for anything, like, it's not going to keep us from going to Detroit. What's the importance of having, like, one more opportunity against, uh, they're an FCS school, actually, they're not even FBS. We won't overlook them. I remember earlier you said nameless and faceless, which I actually love that quote, but... Just talk about having one more shot before we hop into the thick of the season, which is going to be Mac conference play. Yeah, um, just go in and polish everything up just for um, conference. We know the Mac championship is our end goal, so um, being as perfect as we could be um, this week, the leading conference is um, really the challenge. And then, JJ, for you, the importance of just having one more opportunity before we get into it. You know the nitty gritty because action it's crazy every week there's big upsets crazy comebacks it's if you turn your tv off or leave the room for a second something else happens so. uh, i mean really you know just look at me personally um you know it's gonna be my fourth start ever uh at the collegiate level so it's just it's not a game on the belt that you know gives you more confidence going into confidence play more experience so it's all really unique so. And JJ, for you, what was that moment like? Um, I don't know who it was that would have told you, but when you found out you got the starting job, uh, what was that like? I can imagine it's almost like, you know, you ever seen Rudy, he's like looking for his name, he's like, did I start? Am I starting? Did they pull you aside and at least tell you? Like, uh, kind of, not really. I mean, originally I was supposed to be playing center, and I kind of flipped her and turned to the guard, but uh, I don't know. I, I know Marcus is pretty happy. Um, Mark just going through a lot of guards uh, <laughs> here at left guard, so I think Mark's just coming kind of after. But no, I was just pretty happy that you know it's nice to finally see my hard work and pay off. Yeah. And then Marcus, for you, I know you've been a starter for a few years now, but take us through when you found out, you know, hey, I'm going to be the starter here at college level. Um, it was, it was, uh, it was a lot for me. Uh, I committed um, bigger than what it was at the time. It was like my, my second year here, so I was like, oh my god, I'm sorry. And um made the situation bigger than my words and now I'm here. Um I don't know how many sucks about now, but 
Yeah, I saw it. I, when I was doing my show notes earlier, it was double digits. Like, it was, like, over 16. I saw it. Yeah, it was, uh, yeah. somewhere, somewhere around there. And, and for that, you know, it's like, you, you could get that extra year if you need it. And yeah. You could go and pursue whatever, you know, maybe business or whatever you want to do. Uh, JJ, for you, um, I know I've talked about this a lot, but it's it's crazy to see how many different backs we have and the way that you guys block for them. I don't, you know, as an offensive lineman, you guys know more than anyone else. You don't get too much credit, but the train doesn't leave the station without you guys. How rewarding is it knowing that you have such high statistical performing backs behind you to block? Yeah, I mean, you just look at each and every single back that we have. And, you know, with Coach Hammock as our coach and Coach Nick as our coach, um, they're always constantly, I don't know, you know, running as hard as they can during practice. So, you know, when you got guys like that practicing as hard as they do, it just makes the game so much easier because you know that they're going to go 110% all the time. Yeah, it's like Jay Ducker was getting snaps and he looked really good. And Aaron Collins, who I don't think has gotten as many snaps as he would have anticipated or even I anticipated, maybe a little bit more. When he comes in, he just has that little pop. It's like a nice, like, fire. It's like a boost, I guess you I don't know what word I was looking for sometimes. Covering just doesn't work. But, uh, Marcus, for you, you as, as you've been through a lot of guards, you've also seen a lot of backs here. What's it like to know now that, like, no matter who goes back there, as long as you guys block, you're going to get some yards. Um, this is a great feeling to know that any, any running back you have that um, put up yards in it. You're able to go through the tough lines and make yards up the contract. 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 Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, just a, it's something that makes the whole lot happy. Um, yeah, a block for any running back and put up many yards in the one. All right, so here's one. You guys both play offensive line, obviously. If you could only block for one way for the rest of your career, would you do pass block, like pass pro or run block? Run blocker for sure. Okay. JJ for you? Run blocker. Not even like a little slip screen where it's like a DB is just sitting there waving a flat line. I know those are pretty unfair, but. Nah, <laughs> uh, just run blocking. So week one against Georgia Tech, you guys posted a no sack performance. Can we expect the same this week? That's yeah. always the standard. Always the standard. Yeah, for sure. Because we know Rocky, like, he sometimes gets up out of there. He had a 45 yarder on Saturday. And at first, I thought he flipped across the bird, and I was like, that's not good. And then I, I found out after the game, and when I looked at the replay, he was waving to him. So, and he has his history with them. But yeah, it's, uh, it's good to see like the growth of this team because last year it was so easy to give up when you're not winning football games. And to be honest, every, every loss counted for two because you're playing half the schedule. So it's like you got to be able to make up for it. But second home game coming back from this wild life situation that we've all been going through. Do you guys have words to the Husky faithful? Uh, that will be a good this week. Uh, I'll just say keep coming out and keep cheering. Uh, last last uh, time we were home against Wyoming, uh, you know, not a lot of people left, even though they could have when we were down 30 or whatever it was. My, my brother did. I'm so yeah. glad. I texted him once, <laughs> yeah. guys, once you guys took the lead, I was like, you left in here. Yeah. He's like, yeah. I'm like, yeah, but no, it was just it was just nice to see that there's a lot of people still there. And, uh, you know, they didn't stop cheering. They cheered their butts off. And, um, we're going to keep attacking each week. We're going to keep trying to win. 
it's football weather too. It's not going to be as hot. I can only imagine how much you guys are dying out there that day. It was real hot. Yeah, it's, it's bad. It's hot out there. It's bad. But Marcus, for you, any words to the, the Husky fans that will be in tennis this weekend? Um, yeah, just keep on supporting. Thank you for um, supporting the uh, last home game. Come out and support us. Um, we, won't, um, we won't let down the last time. Absolutely. And I'm not a moral victory guy, but even though you guys didn't win at home last time, that was a very good effort to get back into the game. And we needed one more stop. And they almost got it. I think they got like this. I ended up scoring like a third or fourth down. Like it was a couple third down conversions, lesser back breaking for defense. What have you guys seen? Like what kind of what kind of defense they run? They run like a four three or or a four two five defense. Oh wow, they really are a video game team. Yeah, they pretty much put it to our safeties. So okay, so so we're gonna just run down the throw, right? Yeah, yeah, we're gonna try attacking them. And with only two linebackers, you got to think like uh, we can probably attack the middle of the field with the tight ends. What's it like having um, guys like Miles and Liam as extensions of that offensive line where it's like you guys are both way bigger than me. When Liam was here, he was like up to here. And, and it's like you guys are giants. It's good to have tight ends that are also giants. What's that like? Uh, I mean, with Liam and Miles and uh, even Tristan Tannis, uh, they just block their butts off all the time. And, uh, you know, just having those guys out there, um, like every day we, we work drills and Indy with them. So, you know, they're always always around us. And so they know what, it's, what the standard is and what, it, uh, what it, we want from them. And, you know, they always execute it. And then to extend on that, we'll even throw in guys like Clint and Brett Bostad, who are also key components of blocking. What's it like just having so many gadget guys that can go put a hat on a hat? Uh, it's amazing. It's always good to see um, a tight end blocking um, at a high level. Um, um, Bostad um, always coming out with a blocking power. It's just a great feeling. We got to get a couple of rolls for those guys. It's just like fits the persona, fits the vibe. But yeah, I mean, four two five college football. You see crazy different defenses. We'll see if it works out for them. But as long as you guys take care of your one of one and get some blocks, and I think those two linebackers are going to be running. They're going to have a long day. And then two, you know, this is the last real opportunity that we have to kind of see. Well, we have offensively going into conference play. Uh, talk about a guy like Rocky Lombardi. So you were here last year. You were here. You've had a couple different quarterbacks the last year. We'll start with you then, Marcus. Uh, talk about like what Rocky brings to the locker room and, and what he's not able to do since he got here. Uh, I would say Rocky definitely. He's been a uh, great leader on and off the field. Um, just you know, leading by example and doing all the uh, behind the scenes stuff that. Uh, we didn't do, and um, just um, stepping up as a as a key leader and leader is a great feeling that we had to have, you know, um, and I knew a while. So. And then JJ, for you, especially you know your first year as a starter, what's it like having a leader like that that's commanding the huddle? And first game, like we talked about, when we had our episode one and one and zero, got the game when he was trying to put the right guy story than that. Yeah, I mean, Rocky does a great job of uh, being a team leader and really facilitating our offense. But not even that. I mean, he's just a dog, and he's not afraid to get hit and you know make that explosive play or whatnot. So like, 
when you got him and then all those running backs behind your team, I mean, it just makes it so much more fun. And then going back to week one, so like obviously that's a little bit far behind us, but just take us through your perspective of there's two specific plays. I'll ask people the game or the six the touchdown that you know landed up in the two point conversion. So the touchdown and the two point conversion. Just take us through your perspective in the huddle and out there on the field. Um honestly like you know for how big like the game was um, I really wasn't nervous at all. Like, I knew, like, I think throughout the whole auto, I just felt like everybody was calm and everybody was like, we're going to do this, like, we're going to score right here. And we already knew that we were going for two, you know, before the dragon started. So, like, you know, it's nice when you got someone like Marcus next to you and someone like Brady, you know, they're just calm. They're just ready for the next play. So, like, it was definitely uh, a lot of fun when we scored. It was, it was definitely my. Favorite game I've ever played because my first ever start, but uh, yeah. Yeah, and I mean, hopefully it'll be a lot of fun and we won't have to do that this way. It'll just be fun from whistle to whistle. And every, like, like Marcus said, everybody needs this weekend. Yeah. Marcus, for you, you've been a part of other both big boneyard victories. You've yeah. been a part of a lot of those wins. But what was that like for you, considering how bad last year was? So just like, hit the monkey off your back right away with the way I'm going. It was a um, breakdown, I guess. You know, some of the things that we can't have we couldn't uh, put up points. We couldn't stop the uh, offices. Um, just being able to come together as a team was a huge step for us. And then just take me through, like, your thoughts and your perspective in the huddle for you know, Coach, it's like JJ said, you guys knew before you got out there that you were going to go for two if you got it. So you guys do like the drive from your perspective. Um, from my perspective, it was like, all right, we got to score. We got to score first. That's, that's the number one goal. Um, then once we scored, it was like, okay, we got to get the two-point conversion. Now we, now we really got blocked now. So um, then when we made it, I was, well, it's a real feeling. I tried to chase Reese and ran to too far, too fast. I didn't feel like running no more, so I just started running to the um, fans and yeah, I'm screaming. Yeah, what was what was the sideline like when because it went under review? What was the sideline like when it went under review? Uh, it was up and down. Um, uh, we all knew we caught it, and we were trying to justify that we caught it. Like his hand, his hand is right there. Under, he got right like, underneath. He got right underneath right the ball. So like. Everybody like just waiting for the review and the UK. Everybody's yelling um bringing the juice. So Yeah, I mean I know I wasn't down there for that game, but I can only imagine like very fun playing right home, very fun locker room atmosphere and, and hopefully many more locker atmospheres and fun post fans because we got, a, we got a chance to win a football game this week and then we still have eight opportunities all conference play in a MAC that is seemingly wide open this year. Like, Western Michigan looks pretty strong. Law State, I know the law of, like, we beat this team and that team only beat this team by this much doesn't really hold over. If that was the case, we're better than Clemson, right? But Western Michigan, or not Western Michigan, Ball State got smoked on Saturday by Wyoming. And that's a team that, like, yeah, we didn't win. You guys were able to score 43 points with no kick returns and no pick sixes. There was a good a good turnover in plus territory, but it's like you gotta look at the silver linings and the growth of this team and you guys are 
you know, walking proof of that. Um, this might be a little bit off of what the last one was, but JJ, favorite play of the season? I think, like, it could be any of them. There's so many, like, big, huge, explosive plays that they've had on offense. Uh, well, I got two, is that right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, so the first one was uh, a first touchdown of the year. Um, I was the leading puller on that, so just to see Harry, you know, break the tackle and yeah. score, that was definitely – um, that was like a 20, that was like a nice little distance. Like yeah, yeah, that was a good one. Um, and then probably the two-point conversion because I actually did not know that we caught the ball for 30 seconds. So I was just like kind of sitting there and then everybody started cheering, so I was like, oh, we caught it. With the way that they got rid of the score at the end of the game, you can only anticipate that Jumbotron was probably doing like the Dunkin' Donuts coffee race or like the flip a hat behind the football. They definitely weren't showing for you. Yeah. <laughs> Marcus, for you, what has been your favorite play of the season? Uh, I think the, um, my favorite play was the one I ran for 75 yards. Um, I was the first kid on that, and completely missed my block and fell and rolled over to the sideline. I got up, I, I see his hair just running on the sideline. I'm like, yep, I did that. You're like, we scored now, but when we get to meetings on Tuesday, the laser pointer is going to be going off. And yeah, it's going to be like, what, what is going on? Right? I'm just like, make my block, I did, I did my job, we scored. Um, I got to see the play about I, I actually missed my block too, I like, <laughs> and my guy was making the tackle. The, the truth comes out. This is uh, this is very telling stuff, you know. At least we got honest, honest offensive linemen. You gotta respect that, and they can hold up when they made a mistake. So that's very commendable stuff. Uh, but JJ, you got to play at the big house last week here, Midwestern guy. That was probably a pretty cool experience. Do you have any other games that are like circled on your schedule? In the future of stadiums, you're like, wow, I really can't wait to play there. Oh, uh, yeah, definitely uh, Kentucky. Um, my uncle is from, uh, or he's from Milwaukee area, but he's living like to be much his whole life. So I'm definitely looking forward to that. I'll have a lot of family there and stuff. And Marcus, for you, I know you talked about your favorite stadiums, but which one do you look forward to playing at before you're done here as a listener? Who do you play here to? Um, I don't know if Kentucky, Kentucky, um, Vanderbilt at home, Vanderbilt High School, Tulsa, 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 um. <laughs> <laughs> I had an entire persona of being backup linebacker Brandon Suarez during my semi-pro tenure, but in, in two, uh, to make light of Saturday, my final football game that I played also was in Michigan, and we lost 73 to 8, so don't feel bad about this one. It wasn't great. Uh, I was playing against like actual pro players, and I'm not a pro player, but our team somehow got the game. I think it was like a playoff game, but yeah, it was, we got an outside kick to start. We're like, oh, bet, like we're cooking. Indoor arena football, ended up having to try to field goal from our like one yard line on the first round. I was like, it's going to be a long night. All right, JJ, for you, uh, season's already started, but what are the three goals that you have for yourself this season, whether it be on the field or off the field or a combination? 
Yeah, sometimes this stuff escapes us. Like I, uh, I don't even play on the team, and I have a way less busy schedule than you guys. And I left on Friday. I brought my book with me that I needed to read, and it didn't get read until I got home. And I was like watching NFL games on you, which again I'm still barely reading because I'm still watching football. So it, it's a mess. But uh, Marcus, for you, what are three goals that you have for this season? And especially you said this is year you graduate too, right? Yeah. Um. I got like, uh, so I got one goal that, um, for schools, yeah, um, about 3.0 3. Um, or like two miles, um, like You got the three, right? Yeah, that's a three, two, three, three. That's yeah. not good. Yeah. So I'm trying to get 3.0 to get a back this year. We got a pencil too. Um, got the um, talent. And, um, so, what's the word? Oh, so I heard a quote earlier this afternoon. Uh, I don't even know. It may have been me that asked the question. Sometimes I just start writing and typing. But you talked about opponents being nameless and faceless. Talk about what that means. Um, you just got to treat every opponent the same. Um, so like um, Michigan is the same as you know, so got prepared the same. You got to do everything you got to the game same. And um, that's what I truly mean. And then JJ, for you, that, that was probably, the, was that the first Power 5 outside of Georgia Tech? So those are your first two Power 5 games. What was that like for you? Because a year and a half, two years ago, you were just playing in high school, and that must have been a big jump for you. Yeah, I mean, remember the Georgia Tech game, I was really nervous just because I was first learned, you know, that was the biggest crowd I've ever played in front of. But, um, like, when we went out to Michigan, uh, the first drive, I was, I was home. Like, I was like, this is fun. Um, I think you know, Marcus or uh, I think I was talking to Marcus on the side and that's probably around. I was just like Marcus, like, just look around. This is this is yeah. fun. I don't know what you do it. So I mean it was just it's just so much fun. That's the thing that I said to Clint Rocky last week. It's like you guys are playing football and with the exception of lock-ons, you usually get the opportunity to get their scholarship, get a free education. Now you have the chance to make a little money on the side because Lord knows you don't have a schedule that allows you guys to work. But what's that? So yeah, what's that like being in front of a hundred thousand people? Well, sorry, Marcus, because you got a little bit more experience, but like, do you just tune them out? Is it like they're not even there? Like, what's that like? Um, I just try to embrace it, just embrace all the, um, the cheers, the bangles, all of it. There's, um, there's some moments where I don't even know if they're there, they're playing ball, they're, um, football is football, so. Yeah. yeah, and luckily it's college, so like the only people that are truly nasty are just like the drunk frat boys, and you're like, 
It wouldn't be a football game if it wasn't, so. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta talk some trash, but. All right, Sam, here's one that you guys will have a good answer for, I would say. So, if you watched NFL yesterday or two days ago, what are you guys' thoughts on, like, the level they're willing to go to, to uh, get penalized people for taunting? Like, I know you probably saw some of the taunting over there. Like, what, what's up with that? Oh, oh. Well, it was, I think a lot of the talking, talking was just um, being emotional and um, you're going to have that with the game. It is what it is. Um, it's an emotional game. Like, you get beat and a couple of shit. Like, I don't know. I got to go get on the next play. Um, I, don't, I don't approve with some of the calls from the NFL. Um, I don't approve with them. I like them, but it is what it is. Yeah, and JJ, for you, because I know you're a Panthers fan. I don't think there was any too many last night, but I also didn't get to watch the game. I'm like, yeah, they do. Yes, they do. But, but uh, what, what were your thoughts on just like some of the tickets after calls over the weekend? Like, there were some bad calls. I mean, not, in, was, not in our game, just in case this is the point of starting the podcast for God knows what reason you have 29 years. No, just, I mean, the first. Few weeks of any football season, it takes a lot of people just to get into things. So I just think it's kind of growing pains in a sense with refs and dealing with uh, players and stuff. But you know, it, it happens in the first few weeks. So. All right, so we'll we'll take a little steer and we'll talk a little bit about NFL. So JJ, uh, as Marcus and I have both stated, we're not Packers guys. The Packers are one of those teams that fall into the category that. You're either a diehard Packers fan or you hate the Packers, but what have you been your thoughts on the guys so far this year? Uh, obviously, a week one loss, which you don't really learn much about your team in that game, but then last, last night, actually, they bounced back and beat, beat the Lions. I almost said you're a Lions. I don't know last night. <laughs> nobody, nobody, nobody wants to be a Lions fan. That's terrible. Um, I just think uh, we got to figure some things out on defense, especially the pass first game. But uh, other than that, I thought we looked pretty solid. Uh, the offense, as usual, was really good. Um, the only guy Aaron Rodgers going into double coverage when you could just easily get the first down and play score at the time. That was definitely something special to see. But um, I just think we got to kind of figure out a little bit on defense, but it's still a little bit of a And then, Marcus, for you, you talked a little bit earlier about how you're not too big on any teams, but we talked about the Rams. So, what do you think, like? Make like a season prediction, go ahead. Where's the business of predicting? Where do you think they finish this year? Um for the sake of my dad, I hope they go to the Super Bowl. Um if my dad happens, so um for the best. I only um dislike the Packers because they didn't like the Packers. So that's the um that's what's on a daily basis about any um Wisconsin team or any team he likes. Uh, um Trying to be like his skip Bayless. <laughs> so, wait, I know it's a weird question to ask because you played for a college football team, but when you grew up, you're probably a Wisconsin fan, right? Yeah. They're going down this weekend. Oh, really? Yeah, Notre Dame's going to beat them. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not a Wisconsin fan anymore. So exactly. So, that's good. Yeah, I got for, for any of your family that's just tuning in. Just, <laughs> 
know on Saturday before you start watching or before you get to Husky Stadium, ND is going to put it on Wisconsin. <laughs> Marcus, uh, this is a question that I thought kind of came to me after one of the answers that you had one of my questions earlier, but you're from Peoria. Uh, it's not too far to where like you have to take a flight to get home. You can get home relatively easily and your family can travel to your hands. What's that like? Um, it's always great. Um, my mom and dad, my biggest supporters, so they use it. Um, we'll be coming to a lot more games this year. My dad just retired um, last year, so that's the him. Um, but just to be able for them to come out to the, the games and um, see them after and doing my tradition, my mom, I always have my mom after the game. No matter how sweaty I am, just to give her a good three to five second hug. Um, but just be able to do that uh, here um, in college instead of high school. She's probably grateful that you've gotten to the level where you're not coming home with that dirty clothes and she has to watch. Well, I should it by now. Um, but it's been like a three year, three to five year tradition. So yeah. I just started in high school. I one game on the top of my mom after like the comeback win or whatever it was. So I don't know. I'm like, yeah, I'm doing that from now on. But she didn't like it at first. Nobody likes a sweaty ball, man. Yeah, she's so, like, get off me. Yeah, yeah so. Will you have, um, will you have family out there this weekend? Uh, I so. My, um, my parents come in and uh, my niece is coming, so, yeah. There we go. And JJ, for you, Furious, uh, I would think, actually, Milwaukee may be closer than Furious. Now that I think it's Furious like three hours, I would say. But what's it like uh, just moving over state? Being in a new area and then having the ability, like for Christmas and Thanksgiving, you could just hop in the car and drive home. Uh, it's pretty nice, um, uh, you know, being from the Milwaukee area and then coming here to the Cal was definitely kind of a cultural change for me, just being in a smaller town. But yeah, um, you know, just being here for you know, going on three years, I think, um, just to see how close this town is and how much they root for NIU football, it's, just, it's pretty special. It's pretty fun to be here. Yeah, Milwaukee's kind of like one of those budding cities where they've been putting a lot of money into developing like new stuff and then you come out here and it's just like there's cornfields and there's two lane roads and there's the NIU Huskies. Boy, we love the Huskies out here, but yeah. all right, so you guys are fatty sponsored athletes. All right, we're sending out fatties. We're going to have some dinner after this. What's your favorite meal to get here now that you've been here a few weeks uh, you know, for your offensive line of dinners? Um, I forgot the name of it, but it's the, uh, the ribeye sandwich. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. it's like a steak sandwich. Yeah, right? yeah, that was really good. I like that one. How about you, Marcus? I don't know. put me on the ribeye sandwich. Uh, 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 I don't know. I was, I've been eating like a lot of different things. I can say my favorite appetizer is macaroni bites. Yes, yes, your sponsor, yes. So, uh, so talk about that. So you, you were poking fun at Dave Byrne a little bit earlier when we were talking at the facility uh, about him not getting away. Like, what, what were you when you got here and how much have you been able to like put on in the college weight program? Um, I got here, if I believe, I remember right, I was 280 um, my freshman year and now I'm 305, so I still got more weight to gain, but it's still gonna be a little bit bigger. The child I don't know, but you're on the line before you know it. Or, um, sit with them and eat it. 
Um, and I watched you, you finish your career. Um, but you know, this thing about, I want to say, 25 pounds, yeah, so there's still more, um, more weight to be drawn and more weight to be held. So just really trying to keep that. Get that weight up, and, and JJ, for you, uh, it's only like your second or third year in the college weight program. Like Michael said, you, know, you want to grow bigger and stronger. Uh, how much able, or, you know, how much weight have you been able to gain since you've been in that new strength program here? Um, I came here at 270, I'm about 311 now, so about 40 pounds. Yeah, um, but you know, Jay and Kayla they do a great job of feeding us and you know, giving us protein shakes after workouts and stuff. So it's pretty easy to gain weight in the off season, but it's just it's hard to put it on the current season because you know how much it is. You run around so much at the games and at practice, but we actually took the next question right out of my mouth. So I'll ask Marcus, uh, what's it like having a same coach like Coach Judy that? It's like he almost doubles as like I'll say the director of morale or like he's like the jokey Noah or like our DJ Cat like our hype man, you know. Um, Judy is a is a character. He's a special character. Um, you never know what you never know what's going on. Um, maybe one morning was he just cool and he's just bringing energy. I don't know. He's like, he come in. Um, the big girl just walking the door at five in the locker room and playing music. I'm the first one there, and he's yelling at me. I'm just holding somebody else to the door. That way, I can stop being yelled at and try to stop being hyped up. He's a great person to have around, a great person um, for our strength staff that um, have, he knows a lot. Um, he's been around. Um, Next level guys, um, pro guys, so you know what things to know. You know what uh, is. You know what, what we'll get us in. So, yeah. yeah, then I have, uh, this is always kind of an odd question. I'll take the, the bullet for it, but like, Marcus, for you, seeing so many players transfer, uh, you came in, like you said, you came in as part of Coach Perry's regime. Yeah, he recruited you. But what was that like to see so many players transfer and then? to stay true to what you originally committed to and, you know, continue to be a hustler. What was that like? Um, it, was, it was a little bit better, I think. Like, it was, like, do I follow them and transfer to, or do I just stay here and stick out and grind out? And, um, from high school, they, people um, stay true to, to what they um, know and you want to play championship. Uh, um, high school, so I'm like, let's do that here. Let's stay true, win that title. Um, maybe win a couple of that titles, you never know. So, um, let's stay true to what they do right here and be able to play with JJ and all that good stuff. Gotta get JJ up in that starting lineup. I know it was long overdue, but between the two of you guys, all right, so who's, uh, who's the strongest? Who's like, if you guys had to do like a alignment Oklahoma drill, who's winning? Between Marcus and I? Yeah. Me, for sure. Me. Yeah, me. For sure. Don't, don't say nobody else because you know, you know the answer is me. Sorry, you don't got a lot. Just an absolute all right. All right, so right now, like, even just the ability to have this show, we're in a new era, uh, the name, image, and likeness era. Marcus, I'll start with you. 
did you ever anticipate that you'd be a college athlete during a time like this where, you know, you're able to, to capitalize on being Marcus Counts, just being yourself? Uh, yeah, I, I um, looking at it in high school, I like, it's going to be an opportunity in the future. I don't think it's, um, I don't think it's going to be this fast. I thought it was going to be after my time was done. But um, just making money off my name is pretty cool. I do have bad news. I think you're going to be gone before the video game comes out, too. Yeah. And that's, right. hey, uh, if you need it, even our co-host can get you a copy of NCAA 14. We got the, we got the boosted rosters. You guys are both on it. So. Nice. JJ, for you, uh, what's it like just being in this new era of college athletics where uh, you guys are able to market yourselves and, and do work just for being yourself in college athletics? Yeah, I think it's, it's pretty special to be able to, uh, you know, make money off the game, but um, to me, I, I mean, I just came to play football. I didn't really care about all the extra, you know, glamorous things that, you know, we did. But, uh, you know, it's nice. It's nice. Yeah, and we talked about it before the mics were hot. You know, you're offensive lineman. You don't get as much love for doing your job. It's not like you're the one scoring the touchdowns. But the true football guys and girls of the world, when they see you guys get that push and they see you guys create goals, they're respecting you. And, I gotta start. I, I don't know why I haven't done it this year, but I always had like a, it was like a hard hat player at the game or like a hard way player of the game, but it was always a lineman. I gotta get back to that. But talk about uh, your sponsorship here. So you guys come in once a week. Uh, what's that like? You guys all get together. How much fun is that? Um, I think it's a lot of fun. You know, it's just another time for us to get away from football and just you know get to know each other on a personal level. You know, outside of football, and uh, you know, being here has been a been a great like atmosphere and whatnot. And you know, Joe and Jeff have just been uh, awesome people, and and you know, can't really complain about you know service and everything. So, who's the one? Uh, who's the one at the table that's trying to run the villa? I'd say Marcus. You know, <laughs> <laughs> and Mark, Marcus, for these allegations, you have no defense. Um, no. Fair enough. Uh, we're gonna get Marcus. Like we gotta get Stinker, like prime rib on the man for my guy Marcus over here. For uh, for you though, what's it like having a sponsorship here? And like, I I kind of equate it to like high school when you would go and have like a team dinner. What's that like to get together with your position group and then obviously you're leading Rocky once a week? Um, it's good um, just to get outside of football, like Jay said, um, to come out here, joke around, mess around with each other. Um, it's um, really good for um, just us playing, playing on the field, too, because we know each other from um, outside of football, too, so that helps. Yeah, and I was going to say, I always see, especially, like, when camp's over, like, the different coaches will have players over to, like, a barbecue or, like, I saw a lot, like, last year and the year before, people going to Coach Hammocks and hang out playing Madden. And, and even, like, take Coach Hammocks. So, like, he coached in the NFL. He coached at, like, so many different high-level college institutions. What's it like playing for a guy like Coach Hammock where – you know, we'll see at the end of this year when our players that are draft bells will get picked up, whether it's on a UDFA or draft. But knowing that you have like such a, a well connected and well uh, 
polished poster. I don't understand like achievement wise, I guess you say. Um, you know, every coach I have as a coach has been nothing but great for our team. I mean, he knows when to push, he knows how to push you, when to push you. Um, you know, he doesn't try sugarcoating anything, he just tells us straight up. Um, I mean, he, he doesn't he doesn't have favorites. I mean, if you play well, you play well, if you, you suck. I mean, probably not going to play that much, but, uh, you know, it's really nice for a coach to call you out on uh, like practice film and stuff, but we'll have two meetings and we'll just call people out in one hour. He's not afraid of it, you know, tell him how it is. He'll so. yeah, call people out in the press conference, too, if they're on some BS, so I yeah. I've always uh, respected the way, I like the way that man does business, but it's good to see that he rewards the players for simply being themselves and just being good at their positions. Marcus, for you, uh, you've had two head coaches here, so you had uh, Coach Hammett and then you had Coach Terry. What's it been like, uh, obviously, being a part of that transition and still, you know, holding your starting job and being a very key part to this offense? Um, yeah, Coach Hammond is a great coach. Um, big on relationships, big on um, knowing us, and he will finally know us, he will on us because he knows us. Um, but the deal will play for Coach Hammond is a great thing. And then, JJ, for you, as someone who uh, came up off the scout team or the compete team, who's someone that you've seen down there that's putting in the work that's going to be ready when they're on this call? Uh, as far as like offensive line, yeah, offensive line. Yeah. Um, actually, my little brother, we got a big brother, little brother, system. Uh, Luke Pinnick, he uh, man works uh, really hard, and uh, he also sweats a lot too. So it's really fun. But um, 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 Luke's these days, <laughs> yeah. But no, he, he really works hard. He really, you can really tell he really cares about, well. uh, you know, doing his best every every practice. You know, it's not funny to see him. He does try giving the defense the best look that he can. So, We'll have to uh, get some speed stick. Maybe, maybe get them sponsored our speed stick or something. Yeah. Just help out. Marcus, for you, what's uh, what's one player that's on like, the compete team or the scout team that you think is going to be good when they get out? Uh, I feel pretty back and forth. We work hard every day. We won't be really good at guard for this one day. Just look out for that. All right, so we have reached the O-line rapid fire portion of the show. So if you were with us the last two weeks, that was, that was very bad. If you were with us the last two weeks, we did a roommate rapid fire because we had four different roommates in the span of two weeks. But since you guys play in a position group for five different players, center, two guards, and two tackles, I'll ask you a series of questions. First name that pops your mind up both get to answer. Uh, you can use yourself as an answer if that's the true question. Or like if you're the, like, for example, if you're the finest person, own it. But uh, yeah, let's uh, let's get started. Let's call some people out. All right, so Marcus, for you, who is the funniest in O-line? Uh, no, I'm hard. Okay, sure. JJ, how about you? Uh, I would say, oh man. <laughs> it's hard, it's hard. We got yeah, a lot of we got a lot of funny guys on the team, but... Uh, I'd probably say Anthony. So. Okay. And uh, JJ, we'll go back to you. So, say you have all five, uh, or we'll just say every offensive lineman, starters, non starters. You guys are all on the line. Who wins the race? Um, probably Potter. Potter's probably the fastest in all. So, I, I think it's me, but I can say no one's blue, but it's a little bit you know. Hey, that counts as an answer. I'll accept that. So, we'll go back to you, Marcus. 
Uh, who can eat the most? I've heard from my sources it's Ben Nolan and Potter, but if you have a complaint yeah, for the title, I, I do agree with Nolan, but um, Logan can have some possible. Logan Chernitz? Yeah, Logan Okay. And then for you? Uh, I'd probably say either Anthony Sewell or John Chernitz. Oh, oh, no, I forgot about John. John, John, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Is it John Chan? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Champion. Champ like Z2. Yeah, there we go. Even champion. Um, Marcus, for you, who is the strongest player in the whole line? Ooh, um, um, in my class, so. And for you, JJ, who's the strongest? Uh, I would say P. Niger, a little fresh, but he's pretty strong. Yeah, All right, JJ, for you, who is most likely to show up to a team meeting late? Jack Wilton. <laughs> that was very convincing. I'm sorry, Jack. Jack Wilton, for sure. Same for you, Marcus. Okay. Jack Wilton or P. Niger. He's, he's always. Cutting across, always. I mean, uh, I'm a big time, like, I'm the skin of my ass guy, and I'm always showing up, like, a couple minutes before. I don't know why. It's like, it's like I treated, like, uh, I'm playing, like, Midnight City Dub Edition. It's like two minutes to finish the track. I'm, like, zipping down the highway. Boy. All right, so next question. You guys obviously compete in a lot of different things. Football, so you guys always playing softball uh, with the team. But, Marcus, for you? Who is the most competitive person on the line? Um, it's probably me. Like I said, I always like to stuff that some, some, it don't matter if it's just uh, us or JJ's uh, Packers that which suck. Um, so I think it was, I think I'll say it's me. Yeah, we're lucky that uh, we're lucky that JJ got a Bucks championship this year because I don't think I don't think the last dance is going down right now. No last dance over here. It's true. <laughs> so JJ, for you, uh, who is the most competitive person in your eyes on the offensive line? I would say uh, my roommate Logan Schwartz. Because uh, then, like, if he's losing something, like he won't shut up and he'll keep talking smack and. So yeah, I gotta say, because he, he can't lose, so I gotta say. You're like playing him in Madden, he just stands up. It's like, buddy, relax. Like, you'll come back. Who was that? Who was like the best gamer on the team or on the whole line? Like, do you guys play like Call of Duty or Madden or anything? Yeah, um. We, we all play Madden. Um, we never played the game. I'll say um, Seth. Seth or Brady. So, yeah, I've heard, Bra I've heard Brady's guy. For you, who's the best gamer? Um, best for Madden or Brady? I would love Madden. Brady doesn't have He's beating you guys with the Bears, too, because I know Brady's a Bears fan. No, he's not beating us with the Bears. Oh, no. He just doesn't have a life, so I mean, he's just always playing Madden or Call of Duty because, you know, he's grass for him, so. He's got the time to be good, you know. Brady's got a schedule. He has a couple classes. He's earned his way, but 
Uh, so who do you run with on Madden, Ryan? Green Bay. I'm really good with Green Bay. Uh, Team Madden. Who are you beating them in Madden with? I don't know with Green Bay because the boy would have a good game. You know the whole playbook. Yeah. They're um, starting for those two. Yeah, I don't know who would beat them. Not with Green Bay, no. <laughs> if you had to pick a team to, to beat the, the Packers, who would it be? And then, because we know they'll lose to the Niners this weekend in real life. Yeah. Go Niners. Um, I'll see the Rams. I'll be the Rams. All right. And then for this one, uh, who gets the most pancakes on the team? Logan. Logan. Pancake Master. Mr. Planchet. All right. So this is a good one. Uh, Marcus, who would make the best goal line package run of that? Um... Me for sure. Um, I'll put Logan back there for um, more short yardage just too. Um, maybe JJ. Um, I don't know if we really will do shit like that. Um, I don't know if we're going to make, make the first round cut. Um, but me or Logan for sure. So, JJ, uh, what do you have to say about this response? Who's the, who's the best goal line package right now? Well, it's definitely not Marcus. Um, <laughs> I think it would be probably my roommate again, Logan. Uh, he actually got a couple carries in, uh, in high school. So, yeah. So. Where's Logan from? Spencer, Wisconsin. In the middle, pretty much in the middle of Wisconsin. Where, where, where is that? Like, is it close to Milwaukee? Did you like play no. against him or anything like that? No, he's about four hours north. Oh, uh, he's up in like Thor County, like no. further, even further. I mean, he's probably like two hours north of Madison. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's a long haul, but we're we're happy to have Logan here. And as you guys have given him the answer for like the last three, he seems like a very talented guy. Uh, this is another good one. So you guys all share a locker room. Who has the messiest locker? Marcus. <laughs> Marcus, what do you have to say to this? I believe the foot. I mean, like we're, we're two lockers away from him. Yeah, from him, and somehow his stuff always ends up being yeah, day locker. Um, yeah. And your defense, who would you say has the messiest locker in the whole line? Me. Definitely <laughs> me. It's no, no, if and or buts about it. Um, I don't know. I thought I, I know where everything is, so that's how, that's how I organize. Well, see, that's the thing about us disorganized people, Marcus, is it's such a beautiful site. There could be there could be stuff everywhere, but you at least know where everything is. Um, I lose my wallet in there a lot. So. Oh, yeah. I, uh, I'm i a big, like, lose my wallet guy. I'm good for two, three debit cards a year. Chase absolutely hates me. They're like, oh, who lost your debit card again? Um, yeah, really fun story. Um, I lost my card, I lost my wallet um, when we left the district. Um, like, found, like leaving the brother or there? Leaving the brother. So I was in the cab. I'm like, um, JJ, I think you left my wallet in your car. So that's the last place I had my wallet. So I went the whole, whole trip down my wallet. And I'm like, JJ, you gotta check the car. I'm sure my wallet in there. I'm like, it's here, we're fine. Uh, yeah, JJ, I got quick pain, bro. I need something to eat. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I don't know what it is. Uh, the last time that I lost my car, it was truly like some movie stuff, but it, it was a wild scene, and I don't know. Not having a car, and then having to get a new one, but I've made it through the entire summer with this one, and it's 
It's good until 2026, but it's not going to make it better. It'll either break or the chip will stop working. Honestly, have it. But before we wrap up, uh, we'll get back into a little bit of just general NFL talk. So try not to let your bias show, gentlemen. But what would you think the Super Bowl matchup will be for this year? Um, I'm sure we got Rams from the Super Bowl. I don't know who the play picks, but I think that they're going to be pretty big comes out of the AFC. Uh, uh, whoever makes it. Mahomes, Mahomes and the boys lost the other day. It was good to see. I always like kind of root for the Ravens just because I know Coach Hammock, and then obviously, like, I'm a big Lamar Jackson guy, so he's just a laughter to watch. Yeah, um, I'd probably say, obviously, Green Bay will be in the Super Bowl. Uh, uh, um, my girlfriend, she's a Chiefs fan, so I'm not going to put the Chiefs in there. I'm going to put the Baltimore Ravens. Trust. Yeah, you got you to gotta go with your recency bias. And it's like, you had to figure eventually Lamar Jackson was going to be able to beat the Chiefs. And uh, the way that they played in the second half of that game was just incredible. But I do think it's another one of those years where it's like, the AFC is better than the NFC. But last year, all it took was that one game. and. God bless Tom Brady being the NFC because I hate, I don't know why, but even though it, like, neither of our teams, even yours, Marcus, was in it, did you find yourself rooting for the Bucs or were you rooting for the Chiefs? I'll do it for the Bucs. So, Tom Brady? Yeah, it's hard to predict Tom Brady, so. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, that was, that was a blowout. It was very convincing. Uh, we'll go one more playoff scenario. Obviously, uh, being in the MAC conference, we don't have like the luxury of being even in the conversation for the college football playoff. But from what you guys have seen, do you have like a team that you think will go outside of Alabama? Because that's what everyone thinks we're going to be. A non bama answer for like who you think could win the title this year in college? Uh, I think Georgia. Georgia's got a really good defense and defense too. And they got an offense now too. Like they never are able to score points, and now they find out. Yeah. I'd probably say Georgia will take from Alabama or I don't know. See, I like that though, because you're like, uh, I was listening to, a, to an interview earlier about Robin Kelsey and stuff. No, it was Travis Kelsey, and it was like, they talked to him after week one, and they were talking to him about his week two matches. And I don't even know who he played, bro. Like, I don't, I'm just lining up, nameless, faceless, let's go to work, let's win football games. For sure. Like, I don't know. Yeah, I think it'll be an interesting year, but like, all right, so here, let me get your thoughts on this. So being that we are a group of five school, uh, there's other, like, uh, American, the Midwest, uh, no, the Midwest, the Mountain West. What would your guys' thoughts be on, like, uh, almost like a playoff for us? Like, it would be like, say you take the winner of the Mac, the winner of the Mountain West, the winner of the American, and then let's throw the fun belt in there. I love me some fun belt in Boston Coastal. Um, I think it'll be a lot of fun, but um, Rolls Keys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Rolls Keys. I mean, it's uh it's the way we do business over here and you know we're at Fatties, this is the headquarters for NIU athletics. It's the headquarters for our you know, the NIL sponsored athletes here at Fatties. Talk about um just having like that ability to have a company that, that believes in you right out the gates, first year of sponsorship? Uh, it's definitely really special. I mean, just being able to have uh, a company that really enjoys NIU football and NIU, NIU athletics. 
Um, like when I first got here, I didn't know anything about this place, and everybody always said patties. I go to patties, go try the potato salad, you know. So uh, just to have something, some like a place like this is just really special. Uh, I'll say, have you have you tried the potato salad? Yes. You like it? It's really good. Yes. What about you, Mark? Do you like the potato salad? I know it's not even like real potato salad. It's almost just like it's like tater tots, right? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't even like potato salad. Yeah, I'm not. Uh, it's just like a combo, like normal potato salad. It's like a combo of weird stuff. Oh, the potato salad here, the sauce, they heat it up. It's it's nice and it's ready to roll. But do you guys have any wrap up thoughts here for today's show, JJ? Uh, just keep coming to support us. I mean, we're, we're getting there. Like, we're almost there. Uh, we're going to keep, you know, playing our butts off, and we're going to keep trying to, you know, prove everybody that we have a good team. And uh, we're definitely going to have someone special this year, so just keep coming out and supporting us, and uh, we appreciate you guys doing so good. And then, Marcus, for you, uh, any final thoughts? We're all students. I love that. So once again, we thank everyone for joining us at the third Live Huskies on 10 podcast from Daddy's Plugging Grill. Today we were joined by Daddy's sponsored athletes, Marcus Cox and JJ Lippy. The recorded version of this show will be available wherever you get your podcast in the morning. We'll be back here next Tuesday, September 28th at 6 p.m. for another live show with guests to be posted later this week. My name is Brandon Suarez, and my work can be found at Huskies on Tap on Twitter and Instagram, as well as at on, or as well as I don't know why I said that. That's so weird. At like I was thinking of like the you know the at sign, but you could still say at like I'm I'm a dork, but you can find my written work or my uh, my spoken work at ontapsports.com. But once again, we really do appreciate everyone for joining us for another episode of Huskies on Tap. If you're available this weekend, get out to Husky Stadium, support these guys, they deserve it, and go Huskies. Yeah. I got drinks on living lavish, in the kitchen whipping magic. I got drinks on living lavish, in the kitchen whipping magic. We got London on the track. I ain't asked now for nothing. I took the heart away. Twelve put me over, coming with it. They took my heart away. Heart away. Heart away. Heart away. Jumping in hard.